All right, welcome to the Summer Camp Programming Podcast. My name is Kurt, and today I am excited to have a special guest on, Chris Kalal. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Kurt. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. It's it's been a long time coming. We've had a hard time scheduling this, but it's finally happened, and I'm excited. You know, you're taking a time out from your busy camp schedule <laughs> of kits so and, and uh boxes can you just tell us a little bit about yourself yeah yeah i think that my favorite is uh people that have been listening to this for a while are gonna be like what in the world <laughs> is going on <laughs> okay 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 this enough with the Christmas. enough with the charade right i mean we thought it would be fun just to interview each other for this episode and just Get, I, you know, I want to get to know Chris a little bit better. He wants to get to know me. It's not like we were childhood friends growing up or anything. This is kind of our first thing. The podcast, right? This is our... It, it is. And what's funny is I was actually looking for something on my Pinterest the other night. And I noticed you started following me way back in 2016. Oh, yeah? Before we even... I'm like, oh, looky here. Like, it's four years ago, Kurt was following me. And we, I mean, we've only been really talking for a year. Yeah, that's so funny. And when when did you uh, start, like, going to my website, my blog? Oh, very big. I mean, that was early on. How long have you had it? Because I know Ten, I've been doing uh, it pretty much every every year I've been here. So seven years. Okay, so almost I eleven like years. I may have, yeah, I feel like mm-hmm. I may have used it way even back before when. that at other camps. All right, I worked all right. At. cool. So we, our paths have crossed in a way. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to throw on a question to you. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to know things things that I want to know about Chris. Oh, so. Tell me about your immediate family, parents and siblings. What, what, do you have siblings? I know you have a brother. I do. I have a twin brother, except we are we look nothing alike. <laughs> so we are completely different, look nothing alike. Um, it's just us, my brother and I, Matt and I. Um, and he is, we are I, so different. I, I was camp. I was art. I was, you know, anything put me on the stage in the spotlight. He was a behind the scenes kind of person, hardworking sports. Like we were very different that way. Um, and then my, my parents. So my, my dad who actually listens to the podcast regularly, he is not a camp person, but he listens all the time. Um, and so he works for a, uh, newspaper, which is really cool. Cause our last name is Kalal and on planet Krypton, that was Superman's real name. So my dad, his last name, you know, his Kalalau, and he works as a newspaper reporter. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Does he wear glasses? He does. Yeah. Hey, all right. So, um, and, and then so my your mom, mom is, is your is his lowest lane. Yeah, she's lowest lane, except she's a nurse. <laughs> oh wow, so that's a little bit different. Yeah. And so that's all of us in, in that family. Right on. Uh, where did you grow up? Jerseyville, Illinois. Oh, so you've so been in Illinois is, your whole life. Oh, it's exciting. It's so a wonderful sorry. state. I encourage everyone <laughs> to move here. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Jerseyville's down near St. Louis, uh, Missouri, down near Alton. It's, we're about 45 minutes out. That means and that was, to me. I mean, growing up, that was what you did. You went you went into St. Louis for field trips. You went there, you know, for mm, everything. Because gotcha. Jerseyville's just a, it's a tiny little town. There's not a whole lot in it. And that's what you did. Oh, all right, right on. So my next question is, what was your first job? Your first paying job? My first paying? Well, I 
I don't know if that I babysat no, a lot for like count. cousins no, and stuff. No, no. I got paid for it. <laughs> First really official job that I had to like apply for and everything. So yeah. I worked um in Jerseyville. We had a store, Family Dollar. I think they still exist. Um, oh yeah. But at that time, my dad was the district manager for them. Oh. And so it was, and you know, I just applied to be like a normal. I was a stock boy cashier. Other than camps, what was your most interesting job? Oh, teaching. I was a teacher for 10 years and I work at camps in the summer and stuff. I loved it. I, and I still, I mean, even when we do virtual, uh, virtual, even when we do field trips out here and this year, virtual, uh, I have just talking with the teachers and stuff. I sometimes miss that. I miss that environment a little bit and I loved it. Loved teaching, loved the students I had. Totally fun. What, totally what miss it. I taught sixth grade for the longest. I love sixth grade. But I've done third, fourth, and sixth. Cool. cool. Do you have any funny camp stories? Like one funny camp story. Uh, a funny one one time we had um, this kid. It was closing campfire. And at our closing campfire, the kids can get up and give testimonies. And this kid, do you remember Earl? It was Ernest. Ernest. Uh, Ernest Not goes Earl. to camp? Yes. Yeah. And who, who was his like invisible friend you never saw? Oh, I don't know that. Uh, he had that person. He'd be like, oh, you're blah, blah, yeah, whatever. So this kid gets up and he was nervous. He was scared to give a testimony. And so he's got his eyes closed tight. And he was like, I just I, I'm so glad I got to come here to camp. And I just I wanted to let everybody know that I was scared to come. But I asked my friend, my brother, Fred, Fred, stand up, show everybody your name. And so this kid stands up and kind of waves at everyone in the audience. <laughs> like, he's like, that's my brother, Fred. Fred didn't want to come to camp, but I convinced him to come to camp to be with me. And Fred, stand up again. <laughs> This kid just keeps going on. I, I'm just so glad I came to. And I'm like, and we kept after that. We kept referring. I don't even remember the kid's real name because it was seven years ago. Right. But we referred to him as Ernest because <laughs> you know, this is me. This is my brother Earl. Here's my other brother Earl. <laughs> just oh, funny. And, oh, and it was so funny. But that's one of my one of my ones I remember, I guess. But there, every year, there's something at camp. Yours I keep saying, like, where are those kids book. now? You know. Yes. <laughs> I need to write a book. I need to just start a All right. funny stories from camp. I will right. call it from around the campfire. It's going to be amazing. Oh, <laughs> I like it. All right. So now I, I want to apologize to the listeners because I did not get quite as exciting of a guest interview. Wow. As how Kurt are you going to put down your guests already? <laughs> I, you should be very excited to have such an awesome guest on. <laughs> So Kurt, how about you? Where did you grow up? Well, first, I'd like to say thank you for having me here. <laughs> you know, so it, it's, a, it's a pleasure. I don't do too many of these podcasts. I'm asked all the time, but, you know, you're a special person, Chris, so I thought I'd be on your show. So thank you. <laughs> what did you ask? <laughs> <laughs> where, where did you grow up? Tell uh, I grew up in Southern California. Okay. Uh, in... Norwalk, California, not Norwalk, Connecticut, Norwalk, California. So it's a suburb of LA. That's where I grew up, but I moved around. Uh, my mom died when I was 15. It was just me. I was only child and it was just me and my mom. And so after that, I moved in with family in Marina Valley. Then I moved in with family in Norco and Are these all California, all California. Then I, after that, I kind of, you know, I went to school here and there and I moved around. So I've lived in 
every part of Southern California that you can name. I've lived in all the counties. So that's kind of where the nomadic side of me comes. So when hmm. I was in the RV and, and doing that for a couple of years, I loved it. I loved just being on the move. I loved new places and new things. Mm-hmm. So, yep. But Southern California was where I was born and raised. Okay. Yeah. And where, where all have you been then? Is there any that you've kind of put down roots? I know you traveled for a while, but where have you kind of maybe parked and stayed for more than a year? Besides Southern California, I lived in Northern California for almost 10 years, uh, San Francisco area. And now I'm in Florida and I've been here for uh, two or three years. Other than that, I haven't laid any other roots down anywhere. <laughs> Staying on the coast? You like the warm weather? I like weather? the coast. I like the coast. Yep. And because that's what I know, right? Yeah. So I, I love California. I love California. I love the weather. Um, mm-hmm. It's just too crowded. It's too expensive. No. If it weren't, I would still be there. But uh, no, I, I like kind of moving around. I'd love to just try, you know, I'd love to live in Illinois for a year. Just check it no, out. No, and no, then no. move to one of the Carolinas for a year. <laughs> and then maybe to Washington State for a year. I, I'd love to Colorado. Anywhere that has maybe mountains and trees, which Florida does not. You know, it's flat as can be. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I've kind of had my feel here. Maybe maybe move on in the next year Done. or something done with that (laughs) okay so tell me about little kurt what was what were you like growing up what was i like yeah as a kid as a teen i was a class clown i was i was a chubby kid and that was my defense mechanism right so make people laugh and so i was the class clown yet I was the type of kid, if you put me in front of it, like on a stage or something, I was shy. So it's like, if I knew people, I was comfortable. I loved to entertain. If I didn't know people, I was the wallflower. So that was me. And other than that, you know, I played sports. I uh, got decent grades. I uh, had a really good imagination. Like I said, it was just me and my mom. And so being an only child, you're a little spoiled. Uh, not by money, but just by the attention of your parent, right? There, yeah. There's you're not sharing that with anyone. That's that's kind of me. Okay. This this is my and I I know the answer to this. Okay. But this is the thing that always shocks me the most about you. So where did you go to camp growing up? Where did well where did I go? Yeah, like where what kind of camp did you go to as a, as a child? Well, I went to I did do the day camp thing through school, like at what was at my school in elementary. Uh, but I only went to one resident camp in dirt. I guess it was between my fifth and sixth grade year and had a horrible, well, not horror. The camp itself was great. I'd been there during outdoor education. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I went to that camp. And it was, it was a decent camp, had some great activities, but the counselor was not great. <laughs> and so I didn't have a good experience. And then it wasn't until I think I was 16, a friend of mine said, hey, I'm going to this camp to do a CIT program. It was a two-week uh, resident camp. And so I said, cool, let's do it. And I had a good time, and that was my camp experience. Just, just stayed on. Yeah, because that was kind of my next question. So how in the world, you know, 
and I, it's different because I grew up loving camp, mm. and and so like I got into camp for that. So right. you, how did you get into camping? Was that that CIT? That was the main. No, 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 no. So oh. I uh, had a job at a hotel, and I was like, ugh, I don't want to do this. Let me see what's in the paper. And I was living in Orange County, California, and I saw an ad in the paper for camp counselors for outdoor education. I was like, huh, you know what? I want to be, I think that would be fun because I think I could do, I've always thought I could do a better job than the counselor I had. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I want my kids to just really enjoy it. So it was up in Big Bear, California. And I said, let's, let's try it. Kind of finished that semester school, went up there, got into camp. I just absolutely loved it. And so that was kind of the start. And then I went back and forth between the hotel industry. That was my other kind of career choice and camps and, and recreation. Uh, and so I went back and forth between those two from time to time. So, yeah, that's how I got as far as working at camp. Got into it that way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Cool. All right. So uh, uh, my turn now. Do I get to go? Yeah. You're up. Woo-hoo. Tag. <laughs> Tag. What's your favorite movie? So I, it goes in sparts. It just depends on what I, cause there's no movie I really want to watch over and over again. Is that how you, uh, is I that how you, uh, as far as like, Oh, that's my favorite movie is the movie I'd want to watch over and over. Yeah. That's what I would pick. And I don't okay. have any, like maybe Lilo and stitch. I loved, <laughs> I, I still enjoy, but there, there's no movie that I really like. Oh, this is so I could watch this again and again. One and done. I mean, even like my kids love to watch things over and over again. Or if you see it at the movie theater, oh, let's rent it and watch. I I don't need to do that. I saw it at the movie theater. Like there's there's never been. So, yeah. So you have no favorite movie? Nothing. Nothing right now. No big. We'll we'll say Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch is probably the closest because I would watch. I, I would turn it on now and probably watch it and enjoy it. Interesting. All right. Favorite style of music? Uh, I. Uh, this goes in sports too. Uh, when I was in high school, country. I was like, yeah, what? country. Oh, you know, okay. I know I was weird. And then, then I kind of got into like the the hip hop a little bit, and then poppy. And then for a while, I was into like really like hard heavy metal, like, like that. <laughs> so right now, I really like. Um, there's it's a it's a Christian band called Crowder, or he's a artist called Crowder. I love his voice. He's got kind of like that deep soulful voice, and kind of scratchy a little bit. I don't know Zach Williams, Crowder, that kind of sound. I like that. All right, all right. So you're really into the like the the sound of a person's voice, yes, as well. Interesting. Yeah, because I'll find songs I like. And then, like, I don't like the singer. Let me find a, a cover or something and right. see if I can find that sound I prefer more. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that, yeah. That man passion, like, I love that sound. Uh, what do you do now for work? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> this summer, <laughs> I am doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> but, uh, so I am the the official title is executive camp director. Excuse Doesn't me. that sound official? I, I only use the executive title when I'm like going to a conference or something and they ask for my title to put on the name tag. I'm like, oh, executive director. I'm just a camp director. <laughs> <laughs> so um, for Camp Good News, it's in central Illinois. Um, and that's yeah, that's my we do a bunch of different stuff here. I, I play program director a lot because we do not have a full time program director here. 
and that's in your blood that's just what and i love it yeah. i yeah i probably would even if we had one i would still be like all right here's what we are doing instead <laughs> because i love the program part of it but yeah this summer i am a virtual the executive virtual camp director <laughs> you're all you're a box maker you're a, you're, a right. you're on the assembly line for the kits while we're on jobs what describe your current job like what do you do for a living my current job is content cre- online content creator i guess uh, wait wait Executive, executive content creator. <laughs> I am the CEO <laughs> of Scamp Life. That's right. Uh, <laughs> you know, back when I was working in my last job, which was the uh, a supervisor at uh, Parks and Recreation, or a parks, or I should say a recreation department, because it wasn't Parks and Recreation, it was just the recreation department for uh, the town. I was doing blogging and stuff, and... I was at camp going, you know what, this camp's great, but I am only what I do. These programs and stuff only affect these hundred kids, you know, these 10, 15 staff. I want to throw that pebble in the water and ripple out to more people. And so that was kind of the thing. I was like, I want to start writing books and sharing my Mm -hmm. programming ideas and stuff with people beyond my camp. Like I want to help other people do awesome programs and stuff. That's where I started writing books that were downloadable and also I self-published on on Amazon and doing stuff for the blog and then got into podcasting and now doing these virtual summits, these online summits which got a lot of great feedback from those because so many people can't afford to go to a regular ACA conference, you know, with all the travel mm-hmm. and, and uh, housing and everything else. And Corona. <laughs> and Corona. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's, I work online. I come up with ideas. I bring people together to share their ideas, which are the round, the email roundtables, the summits, that type of thing. I would love to, I, I've got kind of other projects in mind, really got into the whole escape room thing. And so, yeah, it's, it's a different life dream job though, would be to, if, if camps hired me and said, Hey, we want to know how can we improve our programs <laughs> and be like a consultant. So I go, let's take a look around. You can do this. You can do that. You can do this. And also I really love supervising staff. That's my other thing. I don't talk about that a lot, but hiring a supervising staff, that is also one of my that's in my wheelhouse of things I really enjoy. Okay. So, yeah. I do like how you said content creator because consultant does, I, you hear that every so often out there and, and it is like, I would love to be a camp consultant, but not for like fundraising or finances no, or no, marketing. That's not me. That's not marketing me at all. A little bit, but no, not for yeah. all that other stuff. There are people the, that know a lot more than fun me. consultant. Exactly. Fun consultant. Um, how do we, what do we, <laughs> That's the, that's so the I like I like helping out camps in the in the programming space. Uh, I would in the supervision space as well. But I really like just kind of com- being able to come up with ideas and, and share them. I love that what we do here is talk about programming, and I and I really hope that people get a lot out of it because otherwise it's just two guys 
talking yeah. and which is you know. fine we're gonna do it whether you listen <laughs> or not because i enjoy it <laughs> it is fun but i definitely you know being a camp person we all want to help out other people whether mm-hmm. that be the kids or whatever and so i get a lot of juice out of that especially when somebody goes you know what i got your amazing race book and we did it and it worked out so well thank you so much and then what's so you you got blogs what are your blogs that are out there well i just have the one blog summercamppro.com i have a hub site which is scamp dash life.com and that kind of goes to patchwork you know as links to patchwork and mm-hmm. to the blog uh to the all access passes and stuff like that yeah that's kind of yeah. what i'm getting into is the summits i really enjoyed doing the summits a lot they're fun i do yeah. enjoy them all right uh so you're down in florida now I'm any florida. uh any pets kids no no kids I, I feel so. like this is this career is very good as far as birth control. Hmm. You know, people who work with kids, a lot of times you'll notice that they don't have their own. And I feel like, oh, I would. Apparently that did not work for me. Not for you. <laughs> <laughs> I would be at camp and I, I think, oh, you know, I see these parents with their kids. And I go, oh, maybe. But I want that kid. Like, I want a kid yeah. like that. And with my luck, I'm going to get a kid like that. Yep. And uh, <laughs> I'm so, a kid like me. No, come on. But no, haven't found the right woman really to settle down with. Uh, so uh, I haven't put myself out there. I haven't met anyone here. I've been here three years and I don't do anything. Yeah. No, no match.com profile. No, Tinder. <laughs> no I should. I have friends who, who have met their significant other on like match mm-hmm. or that. And they, Keep saying you should do it. Celebrity, Kurt. I mean, make the <laughs> ladies that are listening that are single. All right. My turn. That, so. <laughs> what is your least favorite part of your job? Fundraising uh, Fun- yeah. and finances. I'm putting them together because they're the same thing. Figuring out like, okay, how much money do we have? What can we do? And then figuring out where we get that money from for, I hate fundraising. And I grew up, um, my my grandparents, my parent, my dad. I mean, I can remember going out to eat, and then fighting over who's paying for the meal and things like that. And now, because my job is all support raised, I mean, I I essentially have to ask people for money to keep doing what I do, and I hate it. And so it's very because I even when people like give me a check, like oh here this is for you, you know for and I always want to be like oh no no you keep <laughs> right, it, and right, I'm yeah. like oh no I I should I do need that you know and, and so I hate that I hate that part of it that's the worst. If that, I could get rid of that if if some wealthy person would like hey I own a camp you have zero fundraising you have to do just come and run it I'm there sold. You're not there. I told uh, you if, I told well, you to look for other jobs. It does need to be near Illinois. That helps a little. And I do have some, I mean, after working in different camps, I do have some stipulations that I want now too. Like there's right. things like I've learned from other camps I don't want to work with anymore. So. No, that's fair. Let's, let's talk about if you could own your own camp, mm-hmm. what yeah. would that look like? Well, we, we've talked about this too. The, when I was down this last year, I took a vacation down to the Smoky Mountains in Tennessee. And mm-hmm. I love that area. That's where I would want it. I'd want it somewhere kind of in the Smoky Mountains. It's gorgeous okay. there. Beautiful weather. And it would have just tons of activity, tons of, of different programming things. I want a lake just for the fact of it's beautiful. It's pretty. Like How many acres just, are we talking about? 
It needs to be huge. It yeah. needs to be ginormous. <laughs> There's something about, I mean, I have the camp I'm at now is 50 ish acres. And and we put a lot on these fifty acres, but they're small. Like yeah. uh, when I was at the Boy Scout camp, they had a ton, and it was awesome. Like you drive out to like these places that very few people go. You know, like that's neat. I like that. And, you want you want yeah, to, have, you want a place where you have to get on your quad, yes. and go. Yep. Yeah, right. Well, and, I, and I've always said, I mean, the way we do things here, we spread out our activities. Um, my first camp I was at, everything was kind of on the top of the hill, the circle. Mm-hmm. And I always said, I'm like, kids are bored by Wednesday because they've seen or done it all so fast because it's all right there. We had several hundred acres, the camp, I don't know how many hundreds, <laughs> but it was a huge camp, but we put everything in the main circle. Right. And so you were done by Wednesday. And so, I, yeah, I want it huge. I want the climbing wall. I want the high ropes course all the kind of the normal camp stuff. But then I am very, I like unique stuff. I like to be able to say we have this and not a lot of people have that camp. Good news. We have tree houses, which I think are so cool. Right. And so I like, I want little things like that. That's kind of just us. All I've right. also, I've played around with even names. Like what would I name? <laughs> and I, I've yet to come up with a good name. So I don't know. I, well, who would you serve? I, I really enjoy, I like the faith-based. I, I like that, that, that has been, I mean, of the different camps I've worked at, I enjoy faith-based camps. They're, I, in my mind, it's easier with things uh, of teaching and curriculum and things like that and what you want to do. And, um, and you, I mean, people kind of know what they're getting into when they come here. Yeah. Where like at the Boy Scout camp, kind of, I mean, they, one of their, their mottos are where, you know, they, they have a little bit of faith-based in there. Sometimes like why camps, but you can go to one Y camp or one Boy Scout and be very faith based, and another nowhere close. <laughs> and that's true. And so I, I kind of like, and that was one of the things we even said, you know, it, even in the name, because sometimes people look at our name of Camp Good News and don't realize it's faith based. And so I have issues with that. So, like, I wish we could put like Camp Good News Bible Camp or something like that to really, I want people to look and go, I know what the, this is, I know what they're going to teach, and I either want or don't want to send my child there and just make it easy. Well, before it's your turn or we switch questions, how about you? Let's stay on the same question. What's your dream camp? (laughs) You're mixing things up here. We had a plan. Staying in there. Because we've talked about our dream camp. I mean, off off record, I guess, before we've discussed it. Yeah, I like the idea of the the same thing with having a lake, having a lot of property. uh, Not, I don't want property that's hills that's, that can't be programmed. Right. I yep. don't want like a, a steep hill and go, oh, well, we can't do anything there. It had to have a large field for uh-huh. field games. I've been to a, I've, I've worked at a camp that has a lot of activities and stuff, but they didn't have a field. <laughs> they didn't have yeah. anywhere you could just play big, large games. And it would have a awesome nature center that is interactive uh-huh. somehow. It would have animals there would be a really cool dining hall. You know, my thing is that I want, you know, each cabin would be named and you want the tradition. I want the tradition, but I new facilities. I (laughs) want it like almost Disney esque, right? Yeah. Where even there would be different pods of the camp that would be themed. Mm. I think that would be so cool. And you could change the themes out or whatever, but I would like to almost merge Disney and, and, camp and traditional camp mm-hmm. somehow i'd love to have like the, the long drive-in where you have different things to look at like that driveway and they come in and mm-hmm. 
but also I want a camp that has like hotel style rooms for retreats yep. and that type of thing. That's a big thing for me. I want to be able, I want people to come in and say, Oh, well I don't have to stay in a cabin. I'm here for a retreat or I'm here yep. for whatever. I don't stay on a bunk bed. Yeah. And then in, in the, some kind of mountainous area, even though I'm a very coastal person, yeah. uh, that's something that I think <laughs> I would, I, I don't want a camp. That's a beach camp. That's not my thing. So yeah. And then as far as who I would serve would not be a faith-based camp. It would be just like your traditional camp. But I wouldn't mind having a couple of weeks where I rent out to other camps, maybe to camps that serve some kind of medical condition or something like that. Uh, But yeah, just kind of a traditional camp where, you know, we offer scholarships. I don't want it to be the kids who are uber wealthy I don't, are do, you a, I don't want to deal with are those you a kids. One week, one week at a time. That's my one summer? week. One week has been my experience. Uh, oh. A lot of West Coast camps or those one week camps. Uh, two weeks. I have worked at a camp that does two or four mm-hmm. weeks. Those are fun. Yeah. So I don't know. That's kind of the TV stereotype. The the parent trap and all that. You know, they right. go to camp all summer. Yeah, and I that wanted I'd, that growing up. I don't know if I'd want that as a worker. <laughs> I don't think I. I don't think I would only because that's not something I know and that mm-hmm. I have any experience with. So, not that you can't hire people like that, but yeah, I don't know. There's something about changing out the kids every couple of weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because some kids, while there are some you wouldn't mind having all summer. Totally. There's several that you are like, I am glad it's Friday and you are going home today. (laughs) (laughs) But then again, I would, I think having a day camp, uh, a a big, large day camp that is resident camp, huge with all these cool activities, but just a day camp where you can go home, relax, your staff don't get totally burned out. Uh, There's something to be said about that too. See, I've, I've not been a huge fan of day camp. We've we've done it. We and it it goes there. But I think one of the reasons is why I want my camp to be almost in the middle of nowhere. Like in day camps, that doesn't work. They need to be kind of close to a town. Right, right, right. People drop off. And so I think that's part of my reasoning why I'm like camps should be out in the middle of nowhere. It should feel like it takes hours to get there or something. I don't know. All right. Here's here's a fantasy question for you, Chris. You just won the lottery. $10 $10 million. Now, of course, after you take that one-time payouts and taxes are taken out, you're left with $4 million. What would you do with that money? I, it would, I would start my own camp by far. I actually have a, a secret Pinterest board that's called Dream Camp. And it's got, I mean, even what the director's house looks like, what the program director's house, I mean, a little bit of all of oh, that. Wow. Here's what cabins look like. Um, I would probably need more than $4 million, Yeah, Yeah, for sure. You, you want to start from the ground up and build kind of thing? I do, because yeah. that is, even here, like, there's things that, like, oh, why did they put that there? That is the dumbest spot for that. This should be, a, you know, like, if I could pick up buildings here and move it, it'd be so much nicer. But, right. Yeah, I'd like to start from the beginning. So I get to decide where things go where things get put. And I, I think that would be the most, I would probably be a little disappointed after it got built because I think just building it and planning it and going here, this is going here, this is going here. I, I would love that. I think that yeah. would be fun. That's cool. So, All right. That's all I got the questions for you, man. All right. Well, I got a few more. So this summer is a little bit different. 
Uh for all of us. How about you? Is it different for you this summer? What are you doing this summer? So this summer, I before all about a little bit, but before all this happens, normally I just kind of do my thing as I'm doing. I'll write and and uh, for for the blog, we'll do the podcasting that type of thing, and I'll be planning like ScampCon or or what have you. But this summer, I was asked to return to my old camp to run the Harry Potter or what we call the Fantastical Adventure. So Harry Potter uh, and a superheroes camp, a Percy Jackson camp, so a few of those. So I was supposed to drive out to California, find a place for three months and do that. And I was actually going to visit you on my way I don't out know. There. I don't know. Well, this all happened. So, yeah, my plans were ruined there. And so now it's do a couple of weeks of virtual camp and see what happens kind of thing. And they are going to do whatever the San Francisco area lets them do, I guess, as far as in-person camp. What do you do for fun? Uh, you used to be go to movies. I love movies. Right? I love going to the movies and the whole experience of that. And uh, I like uh, checking out the theme parks here in central or uh, Florida in Orlando. I watch a lot of YouTube. Escape rooms. And escape rooms? Oh yeah, I actually uh, escape rooms. I'm there's a, a group that meets every couple of weeks and does an escape room. So I got in with them. And then other than that, I like taking my dog for a walk. That's a, kind of kind of boring. You know, I think that it, if I had people out here that I knew, it would be different. I'd be going, yeah. doing stuff all the time. Uh, if, I was, you- if I was in California, I would. And I'd be going, you know, because I know where everything is. And I'd be doing a yeah. lot. I'd be a lot more active. All right, this is the this is the perfect interview question. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Where did I say 10, not 5, but 10, 10 years. Yeah, we're going long. You know, my 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 kind of my dream, I've always thought it would be cool to do what I'm doing, but have a team of people and each person would have like their Specialty. So I'd have a waterfront or, or like an aquatics mm-hmm. person. They would write, they would do programming, they would talk, they would create videos all around that. Then I'd have somebody who's all ropes and I'd have somebody who's oh. maybe um, uh, animals or horses, that type of thing. And I have somebody who's all games, somebody's all crafts. So they'd be there. They're the expert in those specialties. And we would just create content, videos, mm-hmm. uh, trainings, books blog post, podcast, everything. And it would just be this group of superheroes. (laughs) But these people that would just, yeah, it's all programming. And maybe I get an expert on marketing, an expert on whatever. Mm -hmm. But we would all work together. We'd meet once or twice or or once a week or once every two weeks. We would throw out ideas. Hey, what can we do here? And let's put together a color war, the perfect color war. And let's Mm -hmm. kind of share that out and everything else. That would be so awesome. And if I could do that in 10 years, that would be really cool. Do I think it happened? I think, no, I'll be doing what I'm doing. And (laughs) (laughs) it's like, there's a reality show bar rescue. I think there's like a restaurant one. They kind of do that. They have their, here's our interior design specialist. Here's our food specialist. That's you. You could just go around. You can have camp rescue. You have your own reality show. That's kind of like queer uh, eye too, huh? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just have my core five, People. Yeah, you just go around and yeah. you fix things. and That would be fun. 
That'd be that fun. would be I'd fun. I'd love to do a reality show uh, that would – I love that idea as far as a reality show. I also love the idea of uh, – and, and we – this was cut out of another podcast that we did. But to do a reality show of staff at different camps competing mm-hmm. – like this would be off-season, right? Not during summer, but yep. they'd be competing in different camp activities and who's going to – and uh, – I think there's a lot of different reality type shows you can do around camp. Uh, you could also, hey, this camp is coming up with a, a program or this person, you know, maybe there's five people and they're programming. They're coming up with the perfect program given certain parameters, right? And then kids judge on what's their favorite program. Mm-hmm. That would be a fun reality show too. So, hey. yeah, who knows? I would totally, yeah, I would totally enjoy going around other camps and just. Not judging them, but like going through like, okay, help, let me help you. Right, let's, right. Let's be, just go amazing. I think that'd be cool. And you can do that if you get the sponsors, right? If you put it on TV, maybe YouTube's the way to go for that. I don't know. There you go. All right. There's our YouTube channel. <laughs> I'm free this summer. What are you doing? <laughs> there you go. So I, I'm, you know, now that you asked me that, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Uh, with all the children that I have, I will be dead and broke because they will all be going through college. Um, we'll probably have more. We'll probably be up to like 24 children by then. (laughs) You're going to become an expert in, in, I I don't think we talked about my family now. I have eight kids and we've talked about this before. I'm up to eight now. We, I was a seven for a while. We're up to eight now. Oh, did you, you took it's uh, well, okay. I say this by the time this airs, it'll be official. But I have we have the the official meeting this Thursday, so we're going in Thursday to sign everything over, and then we gain we gain our eight. <laughs> so, so you've got uh, the the three foster girls, and this yep. is their brother that you're. This taking. is their older brother. Yep. So, so he's joining four us. Four foster from the same mother. Mom. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Wow. So yeah, so that's exciting. We're pumped, and and then yeah, four of it's... your four of your biological children. Mm-hmm. And I say we're we're heading to a camp this coming weekend. They're having a special family weekend retreat, and we fill a cabin. <laughs> right, right. There's ten of us. I mean, we are a whole cabin. <laughs> so wow, it's a little ridiculous, but it's cool. But yeah, ten years from now, I'm. I mean, I don't. I keep saying I will probably be at another camp. I don't know. I. I I've put so much into this camp. Like I want to continue, but I also fundraising, raising your salary. And, but I, I really do enjoy, I mean, I had, uh, right before Corona hit, I had another camp call me and ask me about kind of coming. And I'm like, and Carrie and I talked about for a long time, like that, that was fun with here, kind of going to a camp that had nothing Mm -hmm. and putting in a bunch of stuff, you know, and helping them really build up and be a big programmy kind of place. And I'm like, that would be fun to do, you know, after this gets to a, a peak or whatever, like, all right, let's, let's go to another camp and start from the ground up again. And cause it's, it's just fun. There, that is fun. And and you're doing it with like almost different resources. You're like, there's yeah. a different layout. They've got mm-hmm. different, you know, kind of activities in different ways and, yep. and yeah. And different campers and audience. Different campers, and right. Yep. So you're not sure. So I'm not sure. I, I really, I don't think I'll be here in 10 years. I really don't think I'll be here. That's a long, yeah. that's a long time. Maybe. So uh, I would say, are there any questions for this week? But I think. We- <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no questions this week. <laughs> All right. Uh, so 
If you'd be so kind as to go on your favorite listening app and rate us uh, and share this with other people, you know, post it on Facebook or what have you. Love to have more people listen. Uh, Go to Patchwork. See all the cool resources there. And Chris finally got his some some really cool steal this books on there. So and they've been pretty popular. People have been getting a lot of those that they have. I got some more stuff. It's hopefully going on soon. There you go. There you go. So check it out. It's patchworkmarketplace.com. All right, buddy. Talk yourself. Awesome. Well, from around the campfire, this has been Chris and Kurt. Thanks for listening. See ya. See ya.